right. Are we ready, Ellie? Okay, it is uh, another edition of the LoJ Book Club. We are absolutely delighted to be joined by Elaine Roth. Her her debut article. I'm almost talking today, Elaine. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't worry. I can read, but I can't speak today. You're great. It's late in the day. The no mid- problem. Hi. Hi, the Midnight Garden. Thank you for coming on our show today. We love your thank book. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. You have an interesting story, and um, your book is wonderful. Do you want to uh, give us a setup of the book first? The setup of the book is um, it's a young widow who uncovers the magic of everyday life and the power of second chances. Uh, there's a romance element. There's a little bit of magical realism, a lot of um, grief and navigating guilt and forgiveness. It's it's really good. And, you know, I, oh, Elaine, I was you. reading about your story and you <laughs> lost your husband at a very early age to terminal cancer. And then you, you're yeah. you're just in your mid thirties and you have two young children, and um, you know you're trying to take care of yourself and take care of your children in the grief. And you channeled your pain and emotions through journaling via your blog, reconstructing a year in hope, and it struck a chord with readers. And did that kind of prompt you to want to go into writing more full time, like a novel? You know, I had always that was actually my that my husband was my first cheerleader. I had told him, mm. I think I'm going to start writing books after our second child was born. Um, but I think the blog helped me kind of really find my voice, and then I channeled that into fiction. It's such a great book, you know. And and I oh, thank you. and I was reading about you know, um, I know someone who's recently become a widow at a young age, and just how. Oh. Um, yeah, and I'm sorry for your loss as well, how people's expectations, first they're too afraid to talk to you about it because they're too afraid to bring it up, and then how mm-hmm. everyone expects you to join all these groups and do all this, and you should be here now, and are you doing this? I mean, was that kind of your experience? Oh, absolutely. It seemed like everybody had an opinion, everybody had a different timeline that I should be on, everybody knew the right way to do the solo parenting thing or how I should be grieving or how I should be when I should start dating. It was always, you know, a lot, it was a lot of navigating that for sure. And do you feel, um, you know, as, I mean, the book is just so beautiful and of course your characters are hope and will, (laughs) (laughs) Which which I loved, you know, but in the book, hope loses her husband. Um, she's kind of a, quirky character will needs to come back to this small town and how the community that whole community wanted to drive you know what they should be doing what's right and what's wrong but you have this eccentric recluse in Maeve who who's just got this magic yeah she's absolutely she's somebody who you know she had her own difficulties in life and now she just wants to put depending on how you look at her she wants to put good into the world or maybe she's trying to benefit for herself. It's up to the reader to decide. And but she is somebody. Yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, no, but she's absolutely somebody who is coming in and bringing magic into the world, whether for her own benefit or not. It, it's just beautiful. You, I, I mean, are you so proud? Your book birthday was, I think, two days ago, right? Yes, just this past Tuesday. So what did that feel like? It is still the most 
surreal thing. I'm listening to it on Audible, and I'm a big Audible <laughs> listener. And to see my own name on my phone screen Ooh. is really the coolest thing. How cool is that? And to try to like try to sit back and enjoy it from a different point of view. I bet that's just a whole different layer. Right. And some of it, some of the lines, I'm like, oh, that was clever. Good for me. Yeah. <laughs> I love oh, that. I love that. I love that you wrote about, uh, you were talking about how, you know, you wanted it in a small town so they can experience a village for good or bad. And I totally understand that because it, and I don't, not on the level you do, but I think when you have kids, you, you notice that as well, that everybody has advice and, and experience, you know, has the, the right or wrong thing to say for better or worse. And I loved how you phrased that. that you, that's why you wanted the small town. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, I live in a small town too. And it you know, people have good intentions. Yes. Um, but it, they don't always know the way to make that come through. Yeah. Do you, you know, okay, so this is just kind of in a different tangent, Elaine. We're talking right. with Elaine Roth. Her book is The Midnight Garden. It's her debut novel, which is really great. I think people are going to absolutely love this. Did you, have you talked to any widows who have read it? Do you feel like it's triggering at all? Or, you know, how do you navigate that? You know, I haven't yet. Um, my widow group has ordered the book. Okay. Uh, so I'm curious to hear what they'll think. It is something that I was worried about, but one of the thoughts behind writing the book was I had kept reading books about widows. Yeah. And none of them were getting the experience quite right. So I wanted to try my hand at, you know, no widow's experience is exactly the same, but I was trying to kind of capture some of the reality of it. Oh, and it, it, so hopefully it works for them. It is, and it's a sweet story. I mean, it really, it really does. I absolutely love this in your bio, Elaine. Is that um, at 14 years old, you had a chance to model in YM magazine, and you were paired with a 17 year old male model for a photo about kissing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And then the, tell everyone the story because that just would be something that would happen to me, except for I wouldn't be in oh. magazine. <laughs> Oh, I thought I was so, you know, I thought I would be so cool when I went to school when the magazine came out. And then when I saw the picture and read the caption, brace yourself, metal mouth. Don't lose your kissing cool. Oh, <laughs> no. Did you just... I need to hide this forever. <laughs> I would have, like, now it's like, like, you need that framed because just to remind yourself <laughs> how quickly you can uh, hype yourself up and fall straight to, you know, from grace. Absolutely. To always just stay humble. Stay humble because they don't know what they're putting on that caption, do we? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. You, exactly. you never do. So this widowers group that you're a part of, had, did they give you, did you, were you part of a writers group to kind of bounce ideas off of or did other people share experiences or is this just kind of just you? This one is just me. It's mm-hmm. interesting. Once this book got once I kind of got into the process of writing this book after it was sent to my agent, it's really when my world opened up with widowhood and I met all these other widows. And it was just an interesting, all this good energy was coming in at the same time, the book, the widow group. And would you so, recommend that for other widows to be a part of a group? I absolutely would, but they have to be ready. So I yeah. wasn't ready my first couple of years, but right. now when I needed that community and found it, it really has been amazing. Oh, that's so great to hear. Um, I think people are just going to die when they read your book. It's just, it's, oh, it's, so lovely. It, it's lovely. It's oh, lovely. Thank you. Yeah. And congratulations to you. And we're excited to, be, you know, read more and that you're a certified Pilates instructor. I was that for one day. 
<laughs> and, then, and I taught a reformer class and never again. Um, seriously. And Lori, who's not here today, is huge into Pilates now. It's very funny. But um, I That's just, funny. I think I love that you got the drive to try something outside of your comfort zone, though, too. Yeah, I was actually a lawyer and a tax lawyer. And then uh, my daughter was born early. So I left tax law to be a stay at home mom. And then both the writing and Pilates came as I, when I became a widow. They like, sort of built both at the same time. That's really neat. And scary yeah. and probably really um, satisfying now. You know, um, you just, I want people to read this book so bad. And I want to give it to someone who I know is a widow, but I just, I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's ever a right time and people get to choose when they read something or not. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She's been it, on her nightstand for as long as she'd like. Exactly. It, the book is The Midnight Garden. Okay, we have to ask you, I know you're very busy with your kids and Pilates and writing <laughs> and being this beautiful woman with this amazing debut novel. Do you have time? Do you have a favorite book that you've recently read by another author? Oh, I have so many favorites. Okay, give um, us a few. We love these. We so, love. Oh, a few. I mean, a few of my all-time favorite authors. I love Alice Hoffman. I love yes. Taylor Jenkins Reid. Yes. I love Sarah J. Moss. I don't think I've read um, her. I'm, she's kind of in the fantasy world. Um, okay. I'm excited to start Iron Flame, which it, so she's kind of in that same genre. Okay. Of fantasy romance. Love it. Yes. I'm trying to think of some others. That's that's a lot. That aren't coming to me. Okay. You know, I that's a lot of books. I mean, Daisy Jones and the Six was everything. Um, oh, I loved I loved her. Some of her earlier stuff, uh, earlier books too. I think uh, One True Love, I believe. Yes, we're talking about Taylor, Taylor Jenkins. Ones. Yeah, I love it. Well, you know what? It's it's we're just honored to meet you and to talk about your book. And I, you know, I just I I can't imagine what you've gone through. And I just love that you had the guts and the courage to try something completely different. Um, I think a lot of people want to do that. We hear from a lot of people who want to start writing or do different things, and I, it's scary. Yeah, it is scary to put yourself out there for <laughs> yeah, sure. You don't is. know, you don't know how people will receive it. Yeah, well, I think your book but is it's worth it. Thank you for saying that. I think your book is wonderful, and I know people are going to love it. The Midnight Garden. It's in trade paperback and apparently on Audible. In, yeah, um, Elaine. <laughs> You know, do you like the voice that is reading your book? Because that's so key. I got to choose the two voices, and okay. I love them. They're oh. doing such a good job on the Audible. Wait, so wait. I'm very pleased. I okay. love it. Elaine, I have to ask, did you do two voices for yes. gender? Uh, yes, I have. So it's a, since the yes. school point of view, I have a female voice and a male voice. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I love that because nothing takes me out of it more than a man trying to do a woman's voice on an audiobook. <laughs> I will absolutely have to go back and listen to your book now and oh, and is an audible user as well i can't stand it when the voice sounds so negative yeah it ruins the book i agree i just read a big bestseller via audible and i hated it i hate listened i'm like please end please end yeah 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 and I'll tell oh, you, that's the worst. Oh, it's the worst. But we just, we are delighted to meet you, Miss Elaine Roth. And best of luck to you on this first book um, on your media tour. And um, thanks for spending time with us today. Thank you so, so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, nice to meet you. All right. Thank you, Elaine. We've got two books to give away. Give Ellie a buzz at 651 641 
1071 and she will get the books out to you. And if you've won a book recently, like give some other people a chance. <laughs> just say yeah, 